0: So as I'm growing, I'm starting to think more about like hiring someone to kind of help me primarily with my own marketing for my own business. I feel like as copywriters and brand people, we're always helping our clients with their stuff, but we kind of put our own stuff to the side. You're listening to the Freedom
1: Found podcast, an audio community for freedom driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Found podcast. If you didn't know, one of the most rewarding parts of my week is coaching other business owners and helping bring the insights or the perspectives that they've been looking for to move forward with their own goals, which is why I'm so excited to be sharing the mic today with two women I'd love for you to meet. Every month, I'm choosing a few women from inside of my program, Elevated Brand Accelerator for Growing Copywriters, to have their business questions answered in real time here on the Freedom Found podcast. So, without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you to Jessica Graham. Can you please like say hello? Let us know a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then we'll get to more of the deeper questions and conversation that, you know, is gonna really like blend into next step and actions for you today. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, my name's Jessica Graham. I own the Jessica Graham brand studio. I've had this company, I guess, business for about a year. Started out as just a copywriter and then it kind of morphed into more of the branding side. So copywriting and brand strategy. And I focus on website copywriting and brand guidelines. And I also offer my clients customized digital content that elevates their brand needs. Oh, I love it.
1: So good. And congrats on a year in business. I bet that feels really good.
0: It does. Yeah. It's like a pat on the back. (laughs) How are you celebrating? I just took a little trip to the U.S. for the first time in three years. So that was a good celebration. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, sit in that moment because you only get like the first business anniversary once, right? So I think sometimes it's so easy for us to fly by these like moments and say, ah, that was really great. Okay, next thing. I'm busy. But I always try to just say, okay, let me like really appreciate this. And let me really like sit in this moment and just remember what it felt like to do that for the first time.
0: Okay. So Jessica, what is top of mind for you today? So as I'm growing, I'm starting to think more about like hiring someone to kind of help me primarily with my own marketing for my own business. I feel like as copywriters and brand people, we're always helping our clients with their stuff, but we kind of put our own stuff to the side So my question is, what are the best practices in hiring a VA to support with our business? And that like, what would be the next right steps to take in getting that support and not overspending on the budget that we have if it's a limited budget?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we've always got a budget in mind for certain areas of the business, right? So first I would kind of like take us back a second and I want to see what are the main things that are on your plate right now that you think you might be interested in
0: outsourcing? Primarily Pinterest marketing. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get that set up to kind of correlate with my email marketing, blog marketing. And that's just like a whole can of worms that you know, you're know you having to learn this Absolutely. whole new system. So I would love support with that. I would also love support with social media marketing. Mm-hmm. But it would need to be someone that, you know, it's kind of like the control thing. Like we feel like we want to make sure that it's Somebody done else. in the way that we would like it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> oh,
1: I I completely understand. I've been there and yeah, that is the, the hardest hurdle to get over is like feeling like, okay, I have trust and faith in this. And the thing is like small side tangent there is like there will always be like that voice, that part of you that is like, oh, like, should I do this? Like, I know exactly how I want it to look, feel, sound, et cetera, right? And it seems like easier in that moment, but in the long run, it's gonna take a lot more energy and a lot more time collectively that could be taking away from other things. So that said, while the trust takes time to build, we can work on identifying like the right person for this role for you so that trust can come sooner and that even the trust can start to be handed over as soon as you sign that contract and go into a partnership together. So that said, you do have a couple of options here. You mentioned like thinking about hiring a VA and you can potentially hire like a generalist VA and have them support a little bit with Pinterest and a little bit with the other elements like social that you were talking about. And that's something that a lot of people do The thing that you have to consider here is they are not going to be an expert, right? We're asking them to be a generalist, which means that we are going to get generalist support. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a consideration. So I've done this. I've both had generalists and specific experts in different areas come in and support me in different ways. And part of that comes into like budgeting. And part of it comes into what what you want your team to look like and how you want to grow. So I would also ask if this is somebody, do you want to have a VA that's going to be somebody with you really long-term and grow into a different capacity in your business? Or are you looking just to get this expert support? And maybe you're working with them longer term too, but maybe they're not really inside of the Jessica Graham brand studio. And maybe they're more just like supporting from the outside as um, an expert contractor. So that's where I would start to say, okay, if you want them to be more outside as an expert contractor, that comes option two, which is you having a Pinterest strategist, you having a social media manager. And then if you're looking for like admin VA support in the future, you could have your more internal virtual assistant to support you. Is there either side that you're leaning toward at this moment?
0: Actually, someone that could possibly grow with me, like Mm -hmm. I would love to build that relationship with someone. Yes. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. That makes (laughs) sense. So it sounds like more instead of a VA, you might look for a marketing assistant. And I would recommend um, being a little bit open-minded to somebody who they might have skills in Pinterest and in social media, but they also might just have skills in one of those areas, but be a learner and be an excitable, like ready to go and take on new skills and tasks type of candidate. And this is something I have personally found success within my team as I've hired for different roles, I don't expect them to know everything, especially when it's a role that might be more generalist, but they grow with you over time. A lot of my core team members now were like people that came in with a limited like let's say toolbox or skill set, but I also didn't ask them to do everything like under the sun in the beginning. We just started like growing skills over time. And okay, well, we've mastered this, like let's master Pinterest and let's learn about this and maybe paying for courses and other things like that that can support their growth there. So what I would say the next steps to take would be to write out a job description of what you want people to be able to do to support you with uh, that ideal candidate who's gonna grow with you. What kind of character qualities are you looking for? What kind of availability and what is your budget for the role? Make sure that your budget and then like the role description and deliverables you're looking for do line up. And then the next step is going to be like posting it. You can post it on like really formalized sites like Indeed, or you can post it in Facebook groups on your Instagram. Even if you've got an email list, you can send it out and say, Do you know somebody who'd be great for this role? Some of our I would say best hires have been like referrals word of mouth, even when we've gotten like hundreds of responses on Indeed for roles. You'll also see there's a lot that you have to sift through that really aren't aligned or qualified. So it can be really helpful just to tap into a smaller
0: network of yours if you have that too. That's great. Thank you so much. That's such good ideas. You are so welcome. So welcome. (laughs) Any follow-up questions with that? No, no. I think that answered everything. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, best of luck. Keep
1: me updated. I want to know how it goes, who you find, and then, you know, how you're structuring out that like growth for the role cuz that's so fun. Yeah. So, thank you. Okay, wonderful. Can you please tell us how we can connect with you like social, follow you, all the
0: things? Yeah, um uh, my website is jessicagcopy.com and I'm always on Instagram at jessicagcopy.
1: Perfect. Okay, we'll go and follow you and see you over there. And Catherine Butler is here. I am so excited to talk to you, Catherine. Can you please give us an overview of what you do and how you help people? And then we'll dive into your questions.
2: So I am a very similar to Jessica, also a copywriter who works in brand voice strategy, reminding my clients that words and how they present them are very important. And it's not just a block of text on your screen. I started this, I guess we can call it an agency. Uh, Sometimes I feel like I give people permission by calling it a little business because I refer to it as a little business, but it's not like it's a real thing. Um, So I started it in April. My husband was deployed and I just decided like, why not? Why not add to the craziness and start a small business? That sounds totally sane and and manageable, but I'm very happy I did it. Yeah. You know, just lean into the chaos and... (laughs) Actually, I saw a TikTok audio that was very relatable and I really missed the moment by not using it. It was like the song and it was like, are you okay for real? And then it said, when I feel sad, I do it with pizzazz. I was like, yes, I feel (laughs) similarly. And so I predominantly work with female service providers, like photographers, interior designers, wedding planners. And I am not so niche down that I want to eliminate people. I think down the line, I would like to to get a little tighter, but for now, I take every client as an opportunity to learn more. I still keep my day job as a content writer for a marketing firm. And that is also really fun for me. I get to work with different clients and learn different platforms, which help me decide what I want to use for my business. So mm-hmm. Asana or ClickUp or you know Harvest for logging hours. And so I love keeping the day job because it teaches me a lot and I'm getting paid to learn from them. And then I get to write about a variety of topics from Japanese whiskey to personal injury lawyers. I got a kid pajama company last night assigned to me. So that is love really the joy so of fun. being a copywriter. But such yeah, a learning opportunity.
1: Like, I think people often underestimate the power of that, of being able to learn from like an environment where you are getting exposure to so many different things.
2: Yeah. And it just builds a portfolio. They don't have yeah. any kind of NDA or non-disclosure and so anything I write for them I can still share with my like privately found clients and so I'm starting to also branch into cutting out the company instead working with with companies directly and writing content for them as well so I don't want to say I'm all over the place I think I'm still learning and grabbing at things although the meat of what I really enjoy doing is web copy launch copy for the female entrepreneurs
1: Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much for that intro. So what's on your mind right now? What would you like some clarity on?
2: I would really like to look into how to bring in more consistent, top dollar, high spending leads. I find it really fascinating that I've met with a couple of clients here and there since I raised my prices in August and had more set packages and web copy and launch copy. And some of them, I've presented this to them and they're like, oh, that sounds great. And no problem, no debate they submit everything and it's amazing. And we do our round of revisions. Sometimes we've had such a great onboarding, we don't even really have big revisions and then it's done. And then I have run into some people where they're just so bowled over by the prices. It Mm -hmm. kind of shows me that they don't really understand or appreciate what copywriting can give for them. And, And maybe it's just because they're not at that point in their business. And so I would like to move towards attracting and being seen by clients who are really ready to invest and not wasting everyone's time with people who are still not yet ready to invest in their business in big ways.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to one thing that you said that's so powerful, which is like quote, attracting and being seen by those high paying clients. And why that's so important is we can have all the marketing tactics and strategies and methods deployed in the world But if we are not thinking about first how we want to be seen and how we are going to attract those ideal fit, high paying clients, then all the rest is just a moot point. So what we want to do first and foremost is really solidify like your brand and thinking about what you want to be known for. So this might be something that you feel like you've already gone into and really developed or might be something like newer as you're building out this year. So can you tell me sort of your... Comfort level with where you are in terms of your brand presence at the moment? And do you feel like you've tapped into starting to nail the quote unquote what you want to be known for X factor aspect? Or is that still on
2: your list to do? I think I know, but I would love to hear your feedback. I recently began to outsource my social media because I was not doing anything with it and it looks really pitiful. And so Jessica, maybe I can share with you my social media manager, and that might be someone you're interested in. Oh, I love it. Shout out to Jess. Yeah, shout out to Jess. I did hire a VA. I think I actually messaged with you on the side about this crystal. And it was a disaster, like dumpster fire, terrible. And so maybe some other time you can give to your listeners what you gave to me, which was like very thorough advice on how to interview and like a test project because my VA was was a very expensive lesson for me. But I think, as far as like what my X factor is, what I offer is I'm an incredibly good researcher. I have a background in in history and museum work, and so I will not only research my client's competition, but I will like I will know their like their in laws, you know. Like I will. That's really creepy. Let me back. Let me step that back. But I really (laughs) do try to to go in depth, and I really try to understand their market and create like very holistic client avatars. I think about people who write books and how they have fully fleshed out secondary characters with whole lives. The reader will never know, but it gives them an understanding on how to write. And I feel very similarly, all while still very much focusing on SEO rich language that doesn't read like an AI bot Mm -hmm. uh, before we all get taken over by AI. Mm -hmm. Um, I talk a lot about my love of history and my love of literature and my love of research to make me stand out a little bit more. This is not template thrown together, spent 30 minutes on Google. I really try to understand the market that my clients are in, what their competition is doing, and what can give, make their X factor stand out and how their dream clients are receiving that information. Wonderful. Okay. Finding out how to put all all that out there.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's a great point. What we want to do is we want to start to simplify. So you have some core messages throughout. So you should go back and listen to this recording and just listen to what you said and how you (laughs) described it because I really loved hearing basically some of the things that the golden thread that I've heard throughout is like, you are thorough you are a thorough copywriter, both in like the aspect of research. Yes. Which is foundational and key. But then also I love that you touched on SEO because not a lot of copywriters are also doing like the creative side of copy that's backed by research. And then also doing the SEO, like including keywords in an organic, like human way. So I think that you need to niche down in let's say like thorough copywriter aspect. So you're really making your ideal client understand that they're not getting a copywriter that they've just hired on Upwork and they're gonna wonder if the project is gonna turn out the rate that they actually want excuse me, the way that they actually want, but you are going to be that thorough partner, that like logistical and strategic partner that's going to take the project from idea all the way through to like full conception. And that includes like that SEO element as well. So I'd really tug on that string because not everybody does that. And some people add it on or outsource the SEO piece, but not a lot of copywriters also include that in their actual creative work. So that said, the first thing, if you want to be bringing in consistent top dollar spending leads is going to be to get really clear on what you want to be known for. So thinking more about this and how you want to position yourself is going to be key. And you can even go back to some of the EBA modules. I think it's around like module five and six. We'll talk more so about what you want to be known for and give you some structure and exercises to start to like really flesh out those ideas And then I would say, you want to get out there. You want to build that visibility and you want to get that traffic just running into you basically, because that already exists. Those top dollar clients are out there I know it's often a question of, is there anybody who is actually going to pay my rates? But yes, they are out there. We just need to find where they are and then put you right in front of it. So that's going to come from either like, let's say inbound marketing or outbound marketing. So thinking of whether or not you want to have a main focus on Instagram or other social marketing platforms, because I know you're on there. And or thinking about like that direct marketing where you are going and potentially cold pitching like dream brands, which there's a right way that you can do that and that it feels good. And people are like, yes, actually, I've been needing support with this and book those higher paying clients. So those are two like easy avenues right away. Social marketing, it's there, it's free, you can get on there and start posting content. And then also, obviously, going and connecting and pitching your ideal clients. And then you could take it a step further and think about including some like PR pitching. And then, Other elements like maybe doing your own blog or podcast or marketing down the line, more like phase three of your marketing plan. So getting solidified with those things, I will say my final little thread throughout is all of those pieces should be pointing back to your email list. So you're consistently growing your email list and then you'll have those warm clients. And even a client that we just re-signed for another project in the studio last week, I was asking her, I was like, where did you actually find me? And she was like, I've been on your email list for years for years. And we've now worked with her on multiple projects and it just ended up being the right time at that point. And, you know, then continuing to work on things, but like the power of continuing to nurture over time on your email list is key. So we're just wanting to collect the traffic on the like public spheres, point them back to your private email list. And then when you just want to top up of revenue or to put projects on your calendar, that's when you can cold email and try to get more direct
2: conversions in that way. Yeah. The email list that is on my <laughs> My free established Clavio account is waiting for me to get yes. in there. That is my December must-do top of the list. I love it. I love it.
1: And I know I listed out a lot of things. So just for clarity, just like go back to those modules, get clarity on like what you want to be known for, and then go across your channels. So your website, your Instagram, and your email list and start to see, okay, Based on what I said I want to be known for and how I want to be perceived, is that reflected in these platforms? And if not, that's okay. Just go and you can make tweaks. You can revise your copy here. You can update the kind of content you're putting out on social and then potentially update a welcome sequence or whatever you've got going on on your email list.
2: Great. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me on here.
1: You are so, so welcome. Can you please tell everybody where we can go and find you?
2: Yes, I have a website, KBB Creative. And the same handle on Instagram, KBB Creative. Those are my initials.
1: Wonderful. Thank you, ladies. I'll see you inside our um, EBA Slack group. Thank you for your time today and just have a beautiful rest of your week.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.